Speaking of things. Speaking of things. What is it? Are you not sure where, what we're doing? Tell them what it's about. It's going to be about some things. Oh. <laughs> okay. okay, let's just roll the episode. Got it. Welcome to the Speaking of Things pod show. Here's a clinkety clank. Has a little different ring to it, right? Because you're, you're hanging with Sam. I'm hanging with coffee. Yeah, what kind of what kind of coffee is that? Uh, it's, I don't know. It's the kind you just put in one of those little machines and the magic happens. Welcome, Dave. Welcome, Tim. This Thank- is a first. You, I think it was the first time you've drank coffee on the show. I apologize to the entire audience. Uh, it's it's a letdown, isn't it? It's a letdown for me. I know, but I did I did take care of some drinking. Uh, yes, last evening, last night. Is that how you say? It? Last evening, last night, the day before, last night, I did that. And then this morning, my body said, you know what? Maybe throw a little ca- caffeine down your gullet and see how that goes first. Nice. And then, then maybe you can introduce, introduce me to your friend Sam there. And then uh, we can see where this, where this takes us. I do think we uh, do better when we're drinking. Mm. I mean, I guess we're both drinking. You're just drinking non-alcohol and I'm drinking alcohol. It's pretty much scientifically proven. Alcohol yeah. makes things better. It is. Nothing bad has ever come from alcohol. Hell no. No, you, you showed up at the studio. I did. You got to take in some of the sights, sounds, and smells of the studio atmosphere, which happens to smell like cow's ass, because it's that time of year where the lovely farmers take, um, I'm trying to think of the term, I think the technical term is liquid shit, and spray it throughout the entirety of the, uh, the studio neighborhood. I have no words. That's, um, <laughs> that's something. That's just for you. Thanks. I, I feel like we have a lot to catch our listeners up on in regards to, like, we have some new socials medias to look at. We've been, if you want to hop, like, yeah, let's talk about that because the uh, the Facebooks, they, uh, Zuckerberg called, is that his name? Zuckerberg? Zook. I call him Zook for short. I know he's hanging in the metaverse. He gave us a ring, said, guys, I got a platform for you. Why don't you hop on? And we did that based on his invite. We did. So now we have a YouTubes. We do have a tubes. We have shorts on the YouTubes. We put our shorts there. <laughs> We're doing reels. And so I think what our viewers didn't realize and maybe we didn't even realize is that you can now view our podcast. We, we were innovative in calling people viewers because now you can go on our YouTube and you can watch our podcast. Well, you can watch the logo of our podcast. And what a logo it is, huh? Probably the best logo we have. (laughs) That is so factual. We also, I think we have a link tree. For all of our links. Yeah. So we're getting into forestry. The tree has grown. However, I'm not sure exactly where the branches are, what the branches are doing. So that, that tree might need a little pruning, a little attention. Because I, I, I planted the tree the other day. I looked at the tree and it, it needs some attention, maybe fertilizer or something. I don't know. I don't know how that link tree works just yet, but man, it's something. Don't know a lot about the link trees. I've never been into trees. Now we have a link tree. Does that mean we have to create an OnlyFans? <laughs> so for YouTube, we have shorts and cutoff shorts because sometimes the video gets cut off, but you can watch us run around in our cutoff shorts all day long. It's kind of an homage to the 70s. <laughs> yes. Some things just never should come back. If you do that, you just listen to them on repeat. That will help out with our numbers. Oh, God, yes. Yes. You don't even have to pay attention to it. I know you could, 
just leave it on repeat and go out and just let, if you have animals, house animals, just let them listen. Pet videos. People do that. You know, they put on TV or music for, for the pets. And what better way to entertain your pets than with our voice? Good for them. I also thought of some other marketing techniques that we could use to improve the podcast. I'm all ears. And so I was thinking one of the things that we could do, send our podcast to sweatshops. <laughs> okay. Sometimes I think I know where you're going. Other times, no clue. Well, if we send it to sweatshops, uh, yeah, go. people have to listen because they can't go anywhere. It is very uh, dictator-like in those establishments. It is. And so we have people who are going to listen. They can't go anywhere. And then it also gives them something to listen to while they do their mandated work. It may make them a little happier. <laughs> you know, anything's possible, right? Anything's possible. The sweatshops, did you have a certain region in mind or are you just like, are you open to any and all sweatshops? I mean, I'm open to domestic or international sweatshops. Look at you. Diversity. I love it. It is. I mean, basically wherever we can mandate listening. <laughs> I have, I've read in books. No, I haven't because I don't read books. But um, mandating listeners is the sure way to podcast success. Podcast 204. <laughs> that's, that's always the better course to take. It is. It has larger numbers. So, so what people have to do is go out and search the World Wide Web or net for speaking of things, right? And then they'll find us somewhere in the nooks and crannies of all the internets. They will. I just realized there's probably a problem with getting it into the sweatshops because I don't think they're allowed to have the worldwide web. Maybe they have that, that little intranet. That we little... might have to send them MP3 files. <laughs> they just blare it over the... How about we put you in charge of that? I'll, I'll work on that. Everyone, the name is Dave. He's in charge of the sweatshops, not Tim. And that's just a legal disclaimer. It's not a big deal. I, if I were you, I wouldn't even worry about that comment. Just let it go. I'm not worried about it. That's good. That's good. Have you ever tried on handcuffs? <laughs> wait, wait a second. Wait, we're, we're talking. Okay. Anyhow, I used to be military police. Oh, that's right. You yeah. were you used to carry them on your hip. Two pair. Two pair. Yeah. One for you, one for them. How does it work? Not exactly. No. Okay. No. I wasn't, I was never an MP. Did you call yourself an MP? No, we were security forces. An SF? Yeah. Did you really say SF? Mm-hmm. I came up with that from the initials of the two words. Did you know that? That's pretty amazing. <laughs> Thanks. Thinking on my feet. So you, you were secu security force. Yeah. Oh, did you have any good ones? You, you take good anybody down? Forces. Yeah. Uh, a taser? Did you get a taser? I had a taser. Did you? Mm -hmm. oh, how fun yeah. was that? Never tased anyone. Ah, that's a, did you have to, I thought like as part of your taser training, you had to like get tased. We did not. Oh, really? No, not not everyone. There was one or two people who did it. I think the training has changed. Since oh. Did have to get maced, though. Ooh, how, how bad did that suck? That was one of the worst things that you can describe as far as pain. I always equate it to imagine if you put turpentine in your eyeball. Wow, that is fantastic. Would you be willing to reenact that on a future podcast? No. Well, think about it. Some people surprisingly, are immune to pepper spray. Oh, that would be a hell of a surprise. One of the guys that 
went through the training with, he was immune to pepper spray and had zero effect on him. He went through the course like it was nothing. Meanwhile, the rest of us were all suffering. Oh, he had superpowers. He got like bit by a spider or something when he was little. Possibly. I didn't ask. Did you have any great confrontations with um, illegal people, things, activities? I, I don't know what happens in the MP world or the SF world. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. I, I mean, okay, cool. I want to come back to marketing, though. I was thinking a couple other things we could do mm. for the show. Hit me. Or just tell me. What if, I mean, especially now since we have a YouTube and we're doing reels, what if we had drone footage of our show? <laughs> So, so they just see the tops of our heads. Well, no, they don't even see the tops of our heads. They just see the roof of the studio. I think it's something different. It's something new. You know what? Our viewers Th haven't seen it before. Th that is factual. It is something different and new. Um, you might be leaving out other important parts of why someone would want to watch it. But hey, you know what? You're working through the idea. You're an idea guy. I am. I like that. Um, I don't like the idea at all. But I like the fact that you're thinking of... Things. You could warm up to it. I probably won't. Another thing I thought that we could do. Right. Now that we're starting to get views on our reels, within 24 hours, we're up to like 600 and some views on one of our reels. Go check it out. Hell yeah. We could do a college and stadium tour like <laughs> the big artists do. <laughs> Is it possible? Now, it's probably not because you came up with this idea. Is it possible you skipped a few steps in between the 600 views and the stadium tour. I don't want to be negative Nancy. Is that the right term? I don't want to be that person. There's no way of knowing how many people are out there. 664 people could be all the people in the world. It could be well, like if the one person that hit like happened to be in a room with 50,000 others at the same time, it, maybe that's where you're going with this. So the numbers don't tell the whole story is what you're saying. That's true. Okay. I'm going to let you book that tour. And if you, <laughs> and if you want to front the money for that, I am hundred percent on board. I figure our mandate, our um, reverse sponsors, the reverse sponsors are coming through hot and heavy. Yeah, as soon as we get this sweatshop thing going <laughs> and also feel like we're probably doing them a service. Like if they have something to listen to and they're going to come in and hold in their laughter, because I imagine their bosses, like if they laugh, we'll probably kill them. <laughs> If this takes off, we have more listeners. We're probably actually helping the sweatshop workers. Like they're not going to be jumping out of the windows at Foxconn because they're going to be like, hey, we got to listen to the next episode. <laughs> We're really doing a service. Okay. So you actually did think about this a lot more than I realized. Absolutely. I think we'll probably increase productivity too, because, you know, if they're not jumping out of the windows, one, you don't have to replace the nets as often or the workers. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. So the, uh, see, I'm not familiar with the, uh, the sweatshop business model as much, nearly as much as you are. But so as I understand it from your explanation, there are actual, uh, employee retrieval nets to, to prevent, oh, you think you're going home now, like to forever home jumping out that window. Guess what? Net just caught you. And, and guess what? You're working overtime now, son. Right. Like if you've skipped leg day, you're probably not getting an, enough projection to <laughs> get out over the nets. I don't know that sweatshop workers have a leg day. Let, let, let's uh, let's put that in perspective. That I didn't think so. Yeah. I don't know. They, they have big time gym memberships in the sweatshop world. Do you have a particular um, product uh, that a sweatshop would be producing 
that would be uh, well suited for the Speaking of Things podcast? Because I, I don't know. Well, I mentioned Foxconn. Explain Foxconn. Apple's sweatshop over in China. Apple's. I thought it was like Comic Con. It could be if they get our podcast. <laughs> so, um, are you exclusive now? When I think of sweatshops, there, there's there's sometimes an age range. Are are you open to all ages? Or are you thinking primarily child labor sweatshops? I, I don't want to infringe upon this idea. I want you to kind of flesh this out. Of, I'm open to all ages, but I figure we can get into the child sweatshops. We have a list, listener for life until they jump. <laughs> you're thinking, you're playing the long game on this one. Absolutely. That is fantastic. Yeah. Now we can use sort of the, the Walmart model where when you go into Walmart and they have the Walmart radio, and then you realize if you call a friend in whatever state and go, hey, you in Walmart? Yep. What you listening to? Same thing as you. Oh, it's Walmart Radio. It's broadcasting nationally, maybe internationally. So you're thinking, speaking of things, on endless loop around the world, focusing primarily on sweatshop internal speakers, we got ourselves a listener base. You understand. Anyway, speaking of death. Look at you picking up the room with all the positivity. Sweatshops and death. Let you, you go. Have you ever been to... The pharmacy section of a grocery store? I have. I, I Yeah, of course. Where do they keep Z-Quil? Um, is this a trick question? I don't understand. No. First of all, Z-Quil, that is, remind me, I, I'm, I'm familiar with the Nyquil and the uh, Day Quill. So, Nyquil makes you sleepy if you're sick. Z-Quil makes you sleepy if you're not sick. It's uh, a sleep enhancer. Oh, it's just to help you sleep at night. Right. It is the Quill. Oh, okay. So Nyquil, Dayquil, Zequil. Okay. With Nyquil and Dayquil, I find that I go into that that foggy haze where I don't know what's happening. But Zequil, I haven't I haven't ventured down that path. So no, I haven't looked for it or seen it. I use it sometimes when I can't fall asleep, just for like driving and stuff. Exactly. <laughs> you have that that automatic that robot car of yours. So I figure that's where you get a good night's sleep or day sleep. You know, sometimes it helps when I'm in the robot car. Take some Zequil and. Listen to the purr of the battery. And this puts you right to sleep. <laughs> the hum of the battery. But Zequil, where where do you think you would look for it like, in the wh- pharmacy? Like section? where they organize it. What category? If I am not able to sleep, but well, let's be let's be honest. Zequil's not the only help. Like melatonin and all that nonsense. I tried that. That don't work. Didn't no. work for me. Where do I go for that? Mm-hmm. Jeez, uh, what would it be next to? I guess it, since we're in the Quill family, would would it be next door to the people that are coughing and hacking with flus and stuff? You you would be next door to that. Do you think you call that section where all those medicines are kept? Um, a disease repository. Um, the section. Yeah. Do they have names for the section? Yeah, like cold, cough, and flu section. Germ central. Uh, no, because we're just talking sleep. Um, can't effing sleep. Wide awake section. So I'm going to help you out. Okay. <laughs> you would think they would call it sleep aid, right? Like a sleep aid section. Cold oh, and I see section. where you're going because you want to be able to sleep. Right. That's a good name for it. They actually keep it in the painkiller section. Ooh, painkiller. Which is kind of morbid. <laughs> Where do you think they're going with that? I mean, a, a painkiller. You know what? I know you're hurting. Take a couple bottles of these. Yeah. Go for your forever sleep. I think there's a lawsuit waiting to happen there. Bye-bye pain. <laughs> yeah. 
excuse me, excuse me. I've tried all these pain meds and I happen to notice you've got z Oh yes, sir. You take three bottles of that all at once. You'll want to drink heavily beforehand. You won't have any more pain. Um, I don't know. I don't know that world. You're thinking that maybe they messed up. I'm thinking that it's not a good marketing. <laughs> are they? There. Are they concerned with mar? Well, I guess they're always concerned with marketing. Are you marketing? Are you concerned with marketing in terms of the aisles in in the uh, what do you call it? The pharmaceutical section. I am. You are. You know, in speaking of medicine and speaking of pain. Mm. Man, you are the happy-go-lucky sort this episode. <laughs> Super happy. Super happy. This is more physical pain. Oh, good. Bring it on. Woke up this morning, wasn't feeling the best, having some pain. Last time, I was having some pain. I was having some pain in my foot. I was, you know, called, get a prescription or, you know, have something that you think is reoccurring from months earlier. Go in your medicine cabinet and like, what do I have left over from prescriptions in Le- here? <laughs> You're doing the leftover meds search. That's a dangerous one because I've found um, leftover meds in our cabinet where the label is sort of wearing off. Like it's been in there long enough that the that the words aren't even entirely readable, and it, that's that starts getting me a little nervous. And then I then I it think, just means you take more because it's less potent. <laughs> you got, this is is there like a graph double down when the when the letters on the uh, when the labels start getting faded. I, I don't know. Um, is that what you do? That's what I do. Don't recommend it. This is not medical advice for <laughs> our is, listeners. This is terrible advice. Today I went in the medicine cabinet and I was like, oh, I think this medicine is for this, but I don't remember. So then you just turn to the web and you start Googling the names of these medicines you can't pronounce. And you're like, oh, I think this is it. <laughs> <laughs> so you're going on 100% certainty the the tablet or whatever pill inside of the the uh, container actually matches what's in the container. I don't play musical pills. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay, you're thinking there's no chance that one got thrown in another or okay. No. Ah, you're, you're playing a dangerous game, sir. So how do you feel now? Did did any pain go away? Do you, are you seeing double? Not seeing double yet. Give no. it time. Give it time. <laughs> Slightly less pain. Okay. And normally when the label is fading, normally you know you just pop two because again the potency <laughs> no, no you pop two i don't i try to throw that stuff away you're doubling down doubling down but then i read the pill was actually double the other prescription so it's like oh savings i'll still have more left over i'm just going to take one <laughs> that's medicine math with dave I don't know. I don't know that there's any factual information in what you just said. And then, and I do appreciate the fact that you said, you know what? I'm going to take a mystery pill to fix my aches and pains. And then I'm going to hop in the car and start driving. And see, see what happens. Did not say don't operate it heavy didn't. machinery. Well, maybe it was maybe it was wore out on the label. You couldn't read it anymore. Could have been. Could have been. <laughs> So you don't keep your prescriptions, you throw them away. I don't have like a, a prescription clean out day, you know, ha- fall cleaning or spring cleaning. Now, uh, hey, let's go in the pill cabinet and see what's in there and start throwing things out. No, I, we probably hold on to, to them like way too long. And then then you have mystery pills like you. I, I can give them to you. I don't know. I'll put them in the cabinet. You, know. you never know <laughs> they're going to be used for. Apparently you put them in your body too. Hey, see what happens. There was one time 
when I lived in Hawaii and I was getting ready to move where I, I actually did have to clean out the prescription cabinet because just strictly, I don't think I could cross state lines with the medicine and didn't want to go to jail. <laughs> so, <laughs> wait, wait a second. You're in Hawaii. What state line are you crossing? The Pacific Ocean. <laughs> I was moving. So I was moving back to the States oh, okay. and it was Oxycontin. Ooh, yeah. That's a that's a popular one I hear with the kids. It was at the time. Yeah, big. Yeah, big. I mean the Sackler family was just getting started. <laughs> Such and nice people. Like I never even took the prescription. I actually went to the doctor because I was doing some training, baton training or ASP training. That's the expanded oh, baton. I did not know you were a baton twirler. Yeah, and I'd gotten hit in the shoulder, and the doctor I went to was actually in my training, uh-huh. beating on me. And he was worried that I may have potentially punctured a lung. So he wrote me a prescription for Oxy. And I probably dumped, I don't know, $1,000 worth of Oxy down the toilet. Can we just back up for one moment, please? So the individual that prescribed the Oxy, which let's say, let's say Oxy has a bit of a reputation, okay? He's the same individual that inflicted the wounds that required the oxy. Kind of seems like a ploy. It seems like a conflict of interest, right? I wonder if he was being paid by the Sacklers. Uh, man. Uh, all right, here's what I need you to do. <laughs> you're going to beat the shit out of some people. And then you're going to start throwing for prescriptions out there. Wow. Yeah. He, he, this was, this was baton twirling. Expandable baton. So oh, I think that's you're different. Billy club, if you... You know, think back to the old days. And you you got hit with that damn thing? I did. Oh, that sounds awful. We were in padded suits. Okay. But I was doing a demonstration and I let some of them use the actual metal ass. And no matter how much padding you have on, it hurts when they hit in between the padding. I'm looking at you in in total disbelief. You you volunteered for that. I was a military trainer at the time, so it was part of my job. Oh my God. That sounds horrific. Not that bad. Not that bad, but you got the, you got the oxy. That's like, surprise. I did. You get oxy. I guess at the time, that was like a little bonus at the end of the day. Don't worry. You're going to get some oxy out of this. Did you take the oxy? I did not. I think I took one pill and uh, didn't like the side effects. It was much like when I had my wisdom teeth pulled, the, the dentist asked me, again, in the military, they're very laissez-faire, apparently, with level one narcotics. They asked me if I wanted Oxycontin or Roxaset. Whoa, I don't know that one. I was like, which one's better? Because I didn't know what Roxaset was either. Sounds like a band. Could be. And they were like, Roxaset, I'll take that. And I took one pill, and I'm pretty sure someone could have hit me with a baseball bat, <laughs> and I would not have cared or felt it. <laughs> Made me super woozy, and those also wound up going down the drain. Wow, so big Roxas street value. Said, you keep going back to that street value. I mean, just to give our listeners um, context for okay. <laughs> not advice, not advice, no, not advice. But did you survive all that? To best of my knowledge, I did. Okay, well, maybe next podcast you let us know mm-hmm. with certainty. <laughs> I'll research. I'll search it. Oh. I guess it is a research because I lived through it and now that was probably the original searching. Now I'm going to research it to make sure to really prove the hypothesis, hypothesis that I survived. That you survived. <laughs> so I wanted to, to end this episode with um, fun with facts. Mm. I thought maybe we could start educating our viewers or provide a little education, fun fact okay. to our viewers. Because we do talk about a lot of different, different things and try and bring some information to our viewers so fun with facts. Fun with facts. Going to leave you with this one. You, you've already dropped a lot of fact, facts already. And Thank you. I don't know how fun they were, but. 
Let's see how this goes. 37% of t-shirts have two armholes. <laughs> okay. Is it true? I believe, yeah, yes. Okay, but, but hold on. Thank you. Where, where, <laughs> what does that mean? You you act like you just won something. Like you just you just mic dropped and walked out. What are you talking about? It's, Found with facts. <laughs> are you quoting a source? Do you have a source? I've searched and researched. Searched <laughs> Strangely enough, I expected a, a, just a hair more out of that segment. Maybe that maybe I was overreaching. The staff at Speaking of Things has been working tirelessly to put our chuckle-inducing topics into your ears. If you wish to help us stick our stuff into other people's ears, you can do so by liking, thumb-upping, and subscribing to our social medias, which includes but is not limited to Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and our dark web website. Our dark web website is our newest addition. On there, you can meet a whole assortment of fascinating people and learn tons of cool stuff. Membership to our dark web website is free. Simply send $100 in Bitcoin to Tim and Dave, and you will be immediately signed up for a free one-year membership. After the first year, it will no longer be free. The good news is that it will only be $100 per year. Until next time, keep speaking of things on the social medias.